Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We are the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Well, 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 welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me are the Pot Brothers at Law and Mr. Big Joe Grande. And yes, we are officially on Cannabis Talk 101 live right now. How's everyone doing? Oh, it's great to be home again, isn't it? <laughs> great to be alive. <laughs> hey, it's great to be alive. Oh, yeah, it is great to be, there is the alternative, Craig. Like I heard somebody else say not too long ago on the news going, you know what? There is the alternative. How are you Please. doing, Blue? I know you were sick last time, so you weren't <laughs> with us. And that, Oh, God. You don't got Corona. <laughs> don't cough in the mic. Don't cough in the mic. Oh, no. You How know you what, feeling, guys? brother? I, I do. I feel decent. Um, I've came out of my little wiggle. It was about a three day, three and a half day uh, lay down. Um, I randomly got this uh, sore throat, man. And, and obviously, is anything that attacks your throat, you start imagining that you might have the Rona virus. Um, and, and I thought I was having it for the second time, oh. <laughs> you know. Uh, and then I ended up, you know, uh, just kind of laying down and, and dealing with it. It was just a, a basic sore throat. But again, I think that goes through people's heads nowadays. If, if you get any kind of a, a, a feeling, it, you must have the coronavirus, which is scary because you start feeling even worse, you know. Well, it's worse for uh, us cannabis users who smoke because we cough a little bit. People go crazy. Sure. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that's funny craig never coughs and being as old as you are craig it's like you're just uh 100 iron man maybe I'm it's all the working out you're doing i'm in it's the all the cannabis what do you want it's all the all the cannabis all, all the laps he doesn't breathe <laughs> how many laps are you up to now 16 Great I, job. I, just, I, I just upped at a lap yesterday Ooh, going slowly i don't you started so, yeah. where i haven't used i haven't i haven't i started at five laps <laughs> 
That's back he's and forth. Back of his, and- he's inside of his niece's little, uh, you know, baby exactly. boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing turnarounds. <laughs> he's doing I a turnaround. Turn 16 times in the kiddie pool now. You know what? From front to you back. Front to back. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> the turnaround. You guys are hilarious. Hey, uh, you know, when I was as big as know. I used to be, Greg, I know the feeling, dog. I know yeah. the feeling. I was 350 <laughs> pounds. And for me just to turn around like that was a journey. You're nowhere near. Size. Can't imagine your you know. cannonball. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are too much, man. You guys are too much. What do we got on the show today? Everybody, thank you guys for listening to Craig Swim Coaching Tips. But on Cannabis <laughs> Talk 101, thank you for listening on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, make sure you check out our IG pages for daily news. You can learn the amazing script and learn more on our personal lives. It's at Cannabis Talk 101 at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law and for those who don't know that is the one with the official check mark on it excuse moi at was law is mr mark wasserman aka little brother of the pop brothers at law and big brother is at was law dog well mr blue is at one christopher Wright, and you can find me at joe grande 52 and you guys i've been on social media quite a bit this past week uh, ever since the weekend and i've been noticing a trend every time i seem to find pop brothers at law on live and when i've watched it it's usually mark that's on and by the way happy belated birthday to your mother mark and craig wasserman burn as uh fern yeah. excuse me how old 88 82 82 wow god bless her that's a wonderful little party you guys did and we got to see that on social media uh that's and your mom is just awesome both your parents your whole family thank but, you joe what I've noticed besides the amazing drive-by and everything you guys put on the yard for her is that Mark keeps doing this slam poem. And when I watched the slam poem, and I don't know, Blue, if you're so familiar with it, but... Oh, I know it. Right? Um, <laughs> I, I, and, and because I've watched it so many times, you know, A, it bothered me, but B, it was like so much information that I'm like... As I, you know, kept going online, going, dude, this is a lot of good information you're really giving me, even though I know you and I'm going, shut up already, Mark. Oh, God, I'm going to watch. And the reason why I'm watching still is because so many people on the live feeds are going, slam, slam poem, slam poem. And he's on with random different people. And they're going, what's this slam poem? And, of course, I'm in there going, it's slam is nuts. And I'm just trying to bash people <laughs> and, and, and make up <laughs> stupid things in the comment section, right? But it doesn't throw him off because he keeps doing this segment. One time he got dry mouth and he was drinking <laughs> water and I kept going, is that vodka in your fake water bottle? So it's like I keep trying to do things to throw him off and he stays on it. And before we all critique it and say things about it, Mark, I want you to give our listeners on the podcast the lovely opportunity to hear your slam poem that you've been doing well, am I wrong to say you've been doing after it the, a lot after the show, right, Joe? After the no, show? No, no, no. he's going to oh. do it now. But yeah. Mark, Blue. am I wrong after to say show. you've been doing it a lot on social media lately? Yeah, so what happened was on yeah. 420, it a started lot. on 420. On 420, too much. 
I was going alive. No, the the people who are watching live completely disagree with you. Too much. Taylor. Sorry. Like people like Baby Bash and Josh from Raw. Well, what, what, when, are have, when are they going to have you? When are they going to have you in the studio? When are they going to have you in the studio? Very soon. They've all they've all okay, invited you. They want to put after, music after behind you, it. After you lay some tracks. They all want to do it. I think so after I don't know why you hate it so much. Can we hear how it got so big this weekend? Can I hear from Mark? My brother, my brother's too jealous. He won't let me talk. After Baby Bash actually has you lay some tracks and you can do it all day long oh good you're done because baby bash is gonna lay it down okay for me. okay because come- i was going live what? i i was going live with a bunch of different uh you know influencers on 420 and everywhere i would pop up somebody would put in the comment do that slam poem and then whoever i what is that what's that slam poem and i said well that's blah blah i actually wrote it 10 years ago I wrote it 10 years ago out of Oh, so Craig, you're really fed up with it. You've been hearing it for the last 10 years. I, <laughs> no, I, I haven't been doing two. it. I, I haven't been doing it for 10 <laughs> years. Oh, well, that's here's, why I was saying, I was thinking maybe we should help you rewrite it because it's 10 no, years old. No, no, <laughs> I'm just no, playing. Per- you know what, Mark? Perfect. Real, real it quick. It stands me, the test of time. Let me, let me say something real quick, Mark. It is a very good poem. It's very educational. I really like the video that I believe you did with Ford. Is that yeah. what yes, that's still up. I left that one on the video. It actually adds a lot of value to it because you kind of get that vibe, you know, and it's I, I like that a lot. But go ahead, Mark. Let's let's hear your slam poem. Well, let me let me let me just because I know Joe wanted to know it was about 10 years ago. I you know, I've been doing criminal defense now for 24 years and it was about 10 years ago. I was so frustrated with these clients who weren't shutting the fuck up. Uh, and one of the things I do to let frustration out is right write films, screenplays, poems, whatever. And I just wrote this thing and I wrote it to get out my frustrations and I put it on the shelf, never intending to do anything with it. Then, well, I think it was about three years ago, we represent the secret sesh, which is now having licensed uh, uh, events. As soon as the coronavirus is over, they're going to pick it back up again. But I read it for my client and he said, Hey, you got to do that on stage at the secret sesh. And so I did. And that led to me doing it on stage at many events, festivals. I've done openings for uh, artists and musical acts doing this thing. And there you so go, on Craig. Four twenty. I started doing it, and then just every time I go live now, somebody writes slam. slam how much poem, do you pay? Slam, how much slam. do you pay to have exactly. to, to stand up on how stage? How many free T-shirts are you giving away for that? <laughs> so, without further ado, yeah, and if what I can actually get what get through it. With, Drum roll, uh, the, the, the alcoholics. I did it before Ooh, the, ga- the before the game when we were at Blazing Glory. You don't wow. remember these things, old man. The game. You don't remember. There you go. I remember. Drum we roll. opened up for the game at Blazing Glory like three, four. Oh, years that's ago. So, right. I remember yes. that. Yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. Pot I don't remember you doing the poem though. They, th- so, they threw oh, something at you, right? That, th- your memory, we already know. <laughs> I remember. So, yeah, they threw pot. They were throwing cannabis. I remember. I got up there and. I was cheered like it was the biggest crowd. It was a tremendous crowd. It was the biggest. Oh, here we crowd go, Trump. Ever. Here we go. It was thirty thousand people. They were screaming, "Big brother, big it was brother!" Amazing. Way to go, Donald Craig. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. So, without further ado, little brother of the world famous Pop Brothers at Law, please educate everybody on the poem, the slam right. one. This is called "Am I Being Detained or Am I Free to Go?" by the Pop Brothers at Law. Am I being detained or am I free to go? This is what to say. My lawyer tells me so. 
The cops are out there doing a job. Sometimes they must contain a mob, a thankless job that saves many lives at their home are worried children, husbands, and wives. But does that give them the right to stomp on my rights? So we are here for you, the cannabis community, to fight, to let you know it's okay to just shut the fuck up when cops ask questions. You start with, I'm not discussing my day, end with, I invoke the fifth. These ain't suggestions. These are words to live by, to memorize. See, it's not about the size of that cop's gun because they want you to run so they can pull that macho gun and shoot you for fleeing the scene. Some cops are just plain mean. We must shut it off, shut it down, those feelings of anger that instantly come around when that cop has to show his power and his might without cause, without reason, and we know they're not right. We must remain calm. Keep the devil sleeping on the left shoulder. We must be cold, even colder. Ice must flow through your veins to shut that heat, the blood that rushed your brain straight from your feet when that cop disrespected you because you wouldn't tell him what that smell was? And he accuses you of a pot DUI because he absolutely knows that's your buzz. But see, they can't tell and they don't know. Only if you tell them so. Oh, officer, I smoked a joint a few hours ago. Oh, officer, here's my medical rec. Officer, I'm a marijuana patient. We live in America. Prohibition still exists. That cop's going to do whatever he's going to do. 50-50, he arrests you. Give us a chance to represent you with a defense that's blazing. Let us show you in court we're amazing. But we can only do that if you listen to our tips. Now let me see you move your lips. You know the drill. When the cops ask questions, we say, I'm not discussing my day. Am I being detained or am I free to go? I invoke the fifth. And then, guys, what do you do? Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. It's all about what you say and what you do. We have given you the script. We are telling you what to say. We are telling you what to do. We've put your hands up in protection mode. But should you take a shot to the jaw, we will be here fighting for the cannabis community because we are the Pot Brothers at Law. Wow. <laughs> you know what? That, that wasn't so bad. Right? I find it so to be bad. so it, that great wasn't, information. That, mean, Blue? that wasn't so bad. It was fantastic. I that loved means it's it. a little bad. I love it too. No, I love it, you guys. I mean, granted, I've heard it too many times, but I still, when I focus and listen to it, I feel like, Mark, you're giving out such great information. And not only that, it's an extended version of the script and acted out with some theatrics. So I feel like yeah. no, it's this a, is it's a, wonderful it's information. A, it's very, very well-written poem. Uh, that, that took a lot of uh, uh, creativity to put that together, and it does combine everything. But I, I still think it's just a tad too long. Hold on a second. Is somebody hack Craig's phone or Mike? Because he almost gave a compliment. Until the end, it's hey, wait a minute. Came back. I don't even know. I'm fifty one. I'm hey, fifty one. I finally got a compliment he, he from my brother. He rolled over in the kiddie pool again. <laughs> wow! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> he did seventeen laps now. Eighteen. Here we go. Wow! I can't kid. believe I heard Craig give a compliment to his little brother. I always compliment That's my first. little brother. Well, what I do mean, our fans think? Leave a comment. And I let just us think. Know what it, you I just that, think after know? after we said shut the fuck up. I mean, it's a great ending. No, I don't. I I, I won't lie, but it was. I, I think it's still a little too long. It's, it's called a reprise. If okay. you if you're listening Ending and you it thought like it was that. good, drop a comment. And if you think you should touch it up, drop a comment. We want to know what you think. Happy to yeah. hear. 
You know you what? Know? It's it's the slam poem. Before we're going to break real quick, you guys, I want to give pop props to Colorado for keeping an open mind during this whole COVID-19 pandemic. They're thinking that they might keep the curbside pickup available after that. I think other states need to follow suit because that's just a blessing in everyone's well, world. I mean, Denver or Colorado didn't have delivery until now. Besides the curbside, they didn't even have delivery, which that's was crazy. kind of weird. Very I agree. They, they were one. Of, they were the first state to go legal, and uh, it's just it's kind of weird. But hopefully, they keep the curbside and the uh, and the delivery in play afterwards. It's a, you know, it keeps people it, it, as much as we can social distance into the future as we open up. I mean, curbside, you don't have to go into the store, you don't have to mingle. You, you know, uh, delivery is even better. So I I think, I, I think it should that, stay. I think one yep. of the reasons that the delivery thing isn't always. You know, they're, they're taking into consideration of other people's territories, right? I mean, you know, if 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 I start delivering into down the street, I, I might cut off someone else's business affecting other people, and they could then take over some kind of a. Well, that's a, how it is. A that, it's a, that's free market, man. Well, let's look at insurance wise and safety issues as well. I mean, Blue, if your cousins found out of a lot of delivery services in the cars, know. you know what I mean. Hey, look at the security. We'll be right back after this. Craig's going to go swim another lap. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. On the show today, big brother Craig Wasserman has your cannabis news. Little brother Mark Wasserman has your stories from when cannabis goes bad. I got your go green money making stories and high times making some more news. I can't wait to tell you guys all about that. But now it's time to hear from my brother who shut down the 101 as a rapper with his group, the Imperial Stars. He created the show Cannabis Talk 101. He's an author, highly sought after public speaker, my man Blue, who's out there making waves in the cannabis industry, brother. Well, 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 if you're looking to find out who's making waves, let me tell you this. We are the place to find it for the cannabis industry. Mike Tyson, okay, former heavyweight champion from 18, I'm sorry, from 1985 to 2005, reigning the undisputed world heavyweight champion and holds records for the youngest boxer to win ever from, you know, from actually at 20 years old. Youngest heavyweight, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, God knows we all what used to watch those growing up. I used to love putting money in the hat and picking the round that he would knock him out in, and you knew you had a better chance if you had a lower number. Well, I never forget out. that Trevor Burbick fight. <laughs> right, boof. Well, he's actually knocked out nineteen. Uh, his first professional fights. His first professional fights had nineteen knockouts right off the wow. top. Okay, twelve of them in the first round. Okay, so Tyson's been a, a monster. I mean, he's Crazy. fought people like uh, uh, Frank Bruno, Larry Holmes, um, you know, Donovan Ruddick uh, twice in 1991, but pulled out of a fight with um, uh, Evander Holyfield because he had some rib issues. But Evander Holyfield actually had beat his opponent, that uh, Buster Douglas, that took him, that beat Mike Tyson So back in the day. But why does this actually apply to cannabis? But then he bit his ear too. Remember that when he bit Holyfield's ear? Oh my yeah. god! Great. And yeah, now Holyfield, Holyfield can't wear a mask now. You see that meme? He can't wear a COVID nineteen mask because of, he goes, "Thanks, Mike Tyson." Sorry, no, Blue. Go ahead. Oh, bang! That's, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. No, no, no. We, well, listen, Tyson's had a lot of a lot of things, you know. And one of the things that I, I, you know, you have to think about is he's had some some huge, huge, um, you know like personality changes in his life. I mean, he used to be a bulldog run around and just cause a lot of problems. And he's had huge, you know, cases against them. And then he's also done some amazing things. He also went bankrupt um, through his through the process of all this. I mean, he, I think he lost like 20 million plus dollars. Um, and it's like, you often think, well, how do you make $20 million and lose it? You know, that's, mm. that's always a, a huge hit. John King. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. But yeah, it does happen, right? Um, but the former heavyweight champion broke ground in December 2017 with 40 acres with an, uh, a location called the Tyson Ranch. It's a cannabis farm uh, and a resort in Mojave Desert, about 100 miles north of Los Angeles. Tyson will grow cannabis on 20 acres, have research and training programs, uh, growers and uh, glamping. They're calling it glamping sites. Right. Where you can, you can right. set up and glamp there. 
smoking facilities, hangout spots. There's also a military base real nearby that they're trying to get medical facilities uh, for for medical marijuana for the uh, for the military if they allow it. Those are the oh. things that, that Mike Tyson is doing right now, and I think it's it's really huge. He also has a podcast, and his podcast you know brings on um, you know different people on the show, and they smoke cannabis. It's similar to ours, but it's in its own definite fashion um and i think that you know tyson's one of those characters that has came such a long way that in my opinion he's changed who he is you know several times and he's went through a lot of you know uh, uh hell if you will uh coming out in a, as such a young boxer i mean at 20 years old being the number one you know boxer in the world uh knocking out so many people it's very difficult and now he's calmed his shit down and he's in the cannabis industry so let me ask you guys this what do you guys think about Mike Tyson, someone that's a former athlete? Uh, by the way, I, I do believe this, that he has smoked cannabis since he was 20 and he was involved in this. So what do you think about him opening the Tyson Ranch now? I think it's awesome. I think- Why not? Why not? Uh, he probably used cannabis while he was boxing. Look, look, look how well he did. Oh, he did. Oh, he right? did. So it just shows you that it doesn't make you lazy and it doesn't make you unsuccessful. Other reasons made him, him unsuccessful for the period of time that he went through, you know, a, a bad time in his life. Obviously, that was open to the public. But I think it's great what he's doing and uh, more power to him. Sure. What about you, Joe? I love Mike Tyson. I've always been a fan. I've got a chance to meet him several times and break bread with him uh, after his career uh, was over. You always got and, a one up uh, I'm just sharing stories, Craig. I don't get to swim laps in my pool like you do. I don't have a pool, so I'm not, you know, Mr. Show off with the swimming pool. But I have had an amazing career in my life. That being said, show off. The thing that I I, I love about him is uh, his humbleness when you're around him nowadays. Meaning, he's hello, very respectful, very kind. I did not get a chance to meet him in his heyday, although I did go to fights and cover fights when he was fighting and the atmosphere there was incredible. And just, you know, I can't, I, we, I don't think any of us can really imagine. I mean, you guys, we all have some limelight in our lives when blue, you're a rapper. I mean, pop brothers at law, you guys get it. When I was on the radio with Seacrest and big, Boy, we get a little bit of limelight, but we can't imagine what Mike Tyson went through. Right. So when you say he's changed blue and he's went through so much, you know, that man was the youngest heavyweight fighter in the world. So I, it just, and if, if he's been smoking weed that long and now he's doing this, he's doing things that are helping people and he's doing things to educate people and for research and for military. I think everything about the dude is phenomenal in what he's doing with his life. And I don't know if you guys have recently seen that video that's just been going viral of him boxing lately, like recently, yeah, looking yeah, like he awesome. might want to do a comeback. It's like the dude's showing how he got a little heavy. Now he's working out hard. I mean, he's like an inspiration, a real American hero story, right? Like he grew up in the cuts, didn't have a father figure. Mom's was out the picture. His trainer was his dad. I mean, the dude is an inspiration and everything about his story. If you haven't followed him from his HBO specials to, to this, to that, I just get inspired by him and I take my hat off to him and I go, you know what, dude, I wish the world for you because now you're doing what, God put us on earth to do, in my opinion, which is to help others and, and do for others. And like everything you just said right there, Blue, of what he's doing at his farm, God bless the dude. I'm so happy for him. Well, you know, that, yeah. I, I think he's done a lot too. What about you, Mark? What what what, what about you? What do you think about him? No, I, I, I agree. You know, I mean, he, he had a very hard upbringing, right, as a kid. And who was it? Customato, I think, his trainer who mm-hmm. who basically took him off the streets and you know he had this just raw unbridled talent 
And uh, Joe, you mentioned uh, uh, some of the other things he's done that uh, the HBO, the one man play that he did that Spike Lee, that Spike Lee directed. I know they contacted you to do your poem there, but we'll talk about that on a later show. I told, I told Spike, you know, call me, call me later. We'll see. But (laughs) that was very insightful into his whole life and just seeing him get up there and expose himself being that vulnerable. Yes, absolutely. You know, and they talking about how he was in jail and he was in jail for the rape, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was in prison. He was in prison. He did. That's what I meant. Turned his his life around, you know, turning his life around. I mean, the guy was, 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 was definitely, you know, someone that roamed the streets and didn't give a F in what, you know, and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden you see him now and he's been humbled. He's been through the struggle. He's been through so many things that you couldn't imagine. And and literally he he's he's now a totally different person. I mean, like you said, Joe, you, you see him on, on interviews and things like that, and you see him on the streets or you hear about him. He's not out there running around acting like a tough guy. He's just a normal guy that's that's been a, you know a worldwide celebrity recognized by everything. One thing that you guys remember, give me this. One thing that you remember about him that stands out. One thing. Let's start with you, Craig, because you might forget if it goes around the room. So you'll start with you. <laughs> I'll do another lap. No, no, I, I, I was never a big boxing fan, or, or not just not because I don't like it, just because I never really got into it. But I do remember, and I don't know if it was. Let's see. Let's see if I can even pull this one out. I, I want to say when he just cold cocked Leon Spinks. Mm. Is, is that a was that a fight? In Please 80, tell me like it was. Eighty three seconds or something. Please like tell that. me that yeah. was because I that first round. I, first round. For me to remember that. 30, We're gonna probably, run with it. Probably thirty <laughs> years. It was. It was. If it wasn't him, it was somebody else that he cold. Joe, some other brother that he punched and knocked out. Oh, one, one I, I want to say Mike Tyson's done. That you so remember. here's a story that no one's seen and no one's gonna know because it was a personal story that I remember with him. Me, Big Boy, and Tattoo went to go hang out with. Uh, um, Mike Tyson in Santa Monica at a hotel. And we go there, we're hanging out with them for, for hours, breaking bread. We had lunch, whatever, whatever. We're getting ready to leave. <laughs> Tattoo goes, Hey, Mike Tyson, is it cool if I get a picture with you? He goes, come on, dog. I just spent this whole day with you. Why do you want to take a picture with me? He's like, uh, man, we ain't got to take no picture, man. We just hung out all day. We're, we're like, you know, we're, we're cool. Oh, man. Just shot him <laughs> down. Hey, that was dog, a nice that was way. Like, thank God I didn't ask for the picture. <laughs> you, you almost did that, huh? I mean, I took a picture with him later at the studio randomly, and it was like a horrible post picture. Like, you know, he didn't even want to take it, felt like. and But it was just at that moment, we spent hours together. And then at the end, we we're getting ready to walk out. And my boy's like, hey, can I get a picture with you? And he said no. <laughs> <laughs> what about you mark tell me one thing that you remember oh. and then i'll share mine man i i said it already it's a fight like my brother said a fight but it's the trevor burbick fight i think it was trevor burbick where he he just clocked him and he starts stumbling around the ring and he falls down and gets back up and then falls down again that nice. that was just wow that For- that I, I never was a boxing fan that turned me into one and every time he fought i watched Nice. Blue you know, yours? Thank you, Joe. Um, you know, for, for me, to be honest with you, body blow, body blow, uppercut, uppercut. The video Mike, game? Mike Tyson's punch out, man. <laughs> yes! I mean, yes! Yeah! <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was waiting for that one because, yeah. honestly, man, that video game, I spent hours playing that game and just, you know, I, I went through every single opponent. 
I played it day after day. I mean, it was my thing for a while. So my you just took me back out. to the east side of San Jose <laughs> right now in my Woo! head, dog. That was had, a great hey, game. All we had was Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Rock and stock <laughs> and that was made out of Legos. Yeah. Wooden ones. <laughs> well, Rock there it is, guys. Off. That's Mike Tyson making waves right here on Cannabis Talk 101. What's up, Craig? Tell us what's going on in the cannabis news. All right, Blue, we're going to get straight to it. I'm going to try to do this every show and see how long I can go. But we had Christopher from Miami who's running for Congress back there in his state. And he's outwardly coming. He's outwardly backing cannabis reform uh, in his campaign. We have another guy here out of Tennessee. Christopher Hale tweeted, I began my campaign for Congress on 420. So I have a question. Why is it that kids and veterans who smoke marijuana have criminal records, but Wall Street executives who committed massive fraud and wrecked our economy do not? Tennessee and America, let's legalize weed today. What's this guy's name again? Give give him a plug in. What's this guy's name again? Christopher Hale, a another Chris. Ooh, he's out of like a Democrat, and and the fact that more and more politicians, whether they're Democrat or Republican, as Christopher, I'm going to pull up his last name. I can't recall it right now. Um, who's a Republican, are actively supporting and outwardly supporting cannabis. It's awesome. It's awesome. But you know how we always talk about Joe the need for research. Yes, talk about the need for research. Right. Oh my God. Oh my God. Breaking. Breaking. Breaking news. A lawsuit from a scientist against the DEA brought out a secret memo that shows Trump blocked marijuana research for years. It's, really? It's a lawsuit because in 2016, Obama, on executive order, said we need more testing. The only testing we have now is University of Mississippi, and they test their own crappy weed that they grow. So mm. the Obama administration said, let's get more people on board. So that was in 2016. How we're four years after that, and the DEA has not ruled on one application, not one. Delay, 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 and a federal court has actually sent the case back to the trial court because the scientist was suing the DEA, and what the DEA was saying, and what the trial court initially said was, you have to exhaust all your remedies. That's called exhaustion of remedies rule, where if it's an administrative proceeding, you got to go all the way through to the end of the proceeding. Let the DEA say no and then come to us. What's happening is the DEA is making no decision. So the federal court. Who is in? So no, nobody. That's why there's no other testing facilities like there could be this whole time. This whole time, this whole time, the executive branch could say that these research facilities can actually research bud from legal states as opposed to now it can only research that which is grown under a federal authority which is only the wow. University of Mississippi. This would and this allowed, is local law in our states. No, this is federal law we're talking about. Okay. Federal law. So so so, so let me let me say this. So you're saying that there's an, there's actually documents that have Trump trumping cannabis for years. Ooh, good play on words. Yeah, yeah. There's there's an internal memo that was obtained through discovery. Discovery is when you get into a lawsuit and each side says, I want all the papers you have on this issue. I want all the papers you have and you have to disclose that. And this memo came out showing that it's actually, they're in violation 50, because there's a, a, this national treaty, this national treaty called the, 
uh, which is it? Which is it? I got it right here. Uh, Great prep. Down. I did. <laughs> I was so prepared. But nothing like being prepared, right? Why am I going to bring this up if I'm not prepared to talk about it? Damn it. There's treaties. There's this one thing I want to bring up, you guys. Hold on. I don't remember what it is. Treaty that allows for the research, and it's among a lot of different nations. And the 19th. What the DEA has said was. They can actually exempt Schedule One marijuana researchers from having to obtain separate registration permits to manufacture and research marijuana. The DEA could do that. Trump could do that with a stroke of a pen. And what, what's happening is the DEA is holding up all these other applications that are necessary in order to research marijuana. So it, we could have had research for the last 10, 15, 20 years because this goes back 50 years, actually. Um, it wasn't until so, recent that Obama. So it's more than just Trump. Then that we don't just have to put all the. I can't believe I'm going to stick up for the guy. But so there's more to blame than just Trump. For if you're going to say it's the last 50 years, they've been blowing this off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Craig, I think okay. Obama, Obama, was, Obama was the first one to actually say there should be more research and we're going to allow that. But he left it up to the DEA. And that's where he went wrong was leaving it up to the DEA and the DEA. Well, I don't know. He went wrong. He knew what he was doing. You know, Craig, let me ask you this. So so with that being said, we've heard Biden talking about, you know, how he he's going to be pro cannabis. Right. And and so Correct. what are your views on Biden and 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 Trump right now? And with all this stuff going on with Biden, you know, having the sex sexual allegations, do you feel that that's just gonna like Trump did? It's going to help him. Do you think it's going to affect him in this no. in this market right no, now? Or do you I, think I everybody's going to look past it? I don't think so. If we have a president who, admittedly, it's fake news? who admittedly did and said what he said. Uh, I don't know about fake news or not. Trump I'm not said that grabbing them by the pussy. I, Remember I that? know. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm not sure that's going to be a factor at all. I mean, Trump, I can't see him bringing it up. It might help him. I can't see yeah, Trump right? bringing it who up. Knows? Trump's not going to bring it up, you would think. Who knows what, what, what comes They'll bring it up in commercials, though. The, but, I think the Trump But I'm disappointed. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very disappointed in Trump as far as what he said during his election campaign that he was going to leave it up to the states period and he's actually way backed off that and went the opposite direction in trying to not allow the budget writer that allows for that protects all legal cannabis in all the states that's legal in uh, he tried getting that out so that's disappointing hopefully biden now bernie is not taking his name off the ballots so he is still getting delegates and what's going to happen is the re even though he endorsed Biden, people are still going to vote for Bernie on the ticket primaries. That way, hopefully, Bernie can exert his influence and pressure with his delegates to pledge their delegates to Biden. And hopefully they will actually make policy. And if Biden, I just I just hope he does a 180 from his old he's still old position. Now, he remember, he said he said bad things about marijuana at uh we actually did this on the show back when we were doing the radio right. show and oh, that's right he's actually flip-flopped yeah. since then has changed his mind and i sure hope he sticks to that when he becomes president or if he becomes president i trump you know, has already done it if trump if trump tries to use this in his campaign i mean that's even more upsetting because he's had four years with the stroke of a pen to say it's up to the states it's off the list you can research it 
period. Craig, nice I really feel like, and you know, all you guys, that I believe the United States is being a push towards the direction of more research due to the fact, I think it was like what we talked about a couple shows back, I think it was like $49 billion in Canada for research is being spent. And now they're saying other places now here in the United States are trying to do more and more. But when they see Canada doing so much money and they see corporations that are willing to spend that money towards the research so it's not like the government needs to flip the bill i think they can get this paid for there's going to be you know johnson and johnson for instance or some company out there with major dough that says why don't you fund some of this research i think they'd be more than willing to you know joe that's a good point but i think that right now it's just a it's it's too it's too dangerous grounds for them you know they're already in the 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 market of of pharmaceutical pills and, and things of that nature. Well, pharmaceutical doesn't want it. Exactly. And, and so they're so going to shut it down. They, they secretly do want it, no, but because of the laws, they can't, have they can't really board. cross over until the law is really, you know, in, in effect. That's the problem. Correct. Well, so, it's going to be the pharmaceutical so, money so, that has to come in so, for the research. So, so never like, happening. Like I was saying earlier, under the United Nations, 1961 single convention on national drugs act, you didn't say that earlier, but go ahead. Right, that, That's what I was about to say when you cut me off. And uh, <laughs> right under under another that lap, treaty, he did another under lap. That treaty, <laughs> all of the governments agreed that a federal government can research cannabis. They Hopefully can, they, they do. They can research it, but they can't they can't dive into it. Right. So, you, I mean, you know, they're, no, they've they got this. They, no, they can. They can. Legal. Never. Never. Oh, this is the first step. I, I, the federal government is ha- in that lawsuit. They the, an appeals court normally doesn't retain jurisdiction. Jurisdiction is when you're actually hearing the case. They usually just go, OK, your your appeals denied or it, your appeals upheld. And we're going back to the trial court. In this case, the federal appeals court kept jurisdiction to oversee the trial court to make sure the trial court moves the DEA. Like, if you don't move along soon, we're going to grant the plaintiff's motion. And that is your cannabis news. And Craig, I don't think it's the first step. I think there's more steps than that that have happened. Hence, you know, the 11 states that have it legal for recreation. And, you know, there's other steps that have been in place for Mark it to become federally legal. These are just the steps in the right direction. Ain't happening. I mean, obviously, all the states uh, having the medical or recreational hasn't made a difference yet. All 50 states could go legal, and the federal government right now is going to keep their head up their ass. I want to get the opinion from our listeners. Why don't you guys leave a comment if you know it, what you feel about this? <laughs> and let's, let's see so if Craig wants to do another lap. You're on this. Leave a comment. <laughs> do another lap. DM him. <laughs> DM hey, Craig really quick, if you want him to do really, another Really lap. quick, really quick, guys, just to point out the uh, Democrat from Tennessee, Christopher Hale, H-A-L-E. Yes. That's the Democrat from Tennessee. No, that's the Democrat. He was talking from about the one from Florida. San Diego, buddy. From Florida. No, Christopher Hale is from Tennessee. We know that. Christopher Cole is from that's, is from Florida. That's the one he was saying. He he Florida. forgot Christopher Cole. Oh, you Cole. were saying Florida. Christopher Cole. That's the guy. K K R I Z. Correct. Christopher Cole from Florida, Miami. How about you guys? We'll be right back after this. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I'm Mark Wasserman, little brother of the Pop Brothers at Law with my big brother, Craig, Joe Grande, and Blue here at Cannabis Talk 101 on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we want to give our very special thanks to our producer, Elvis, our social media director, Jennifer, and Bethann, Sophia, and David Wasserman at iHeart for helping us get this podcast up and out to the world. And, the and a podcast. very special... <laughs> That's what and I said. Pod- no, you said the to help us get podcasts, whatever. I, I, I'm not listening to you. I just thought I heard podcast. Podcast. Okay. Podcast. I mean, and geez. a very, very special shout out to Big Boy. Big, Big Boy. And everyone who has supported Cannabis Talk 101. We truly appreciate y'all. Now, this guy over there at his house is certainly no stranger to the mic. You might have heard him on Big Boy's Neighborhood, Ryan Seacrest, Fox Sports the NBC Sports Network. He is a living legend in his own mind, but to me, he's the round mound of radio. (laughs) Joe, it's time to go green. What's happening? So High Times, you guys, is spending some serious green. I'm talking money. High Times, already, of course, one of the biggest names in cannabis. We all could agree on that. But now it's about to become one of the biggest cannabis retailers in California. They picked up 13 dispensaries from Harvest 
and Recreations, a company that they bought for $80 million for these out of California. This is about $6.15 million a shop there. This is going to make High Times Holding Corp., that's the parent company of High Times, one of the largest branding retailers in California. Now, the company Harvest Health, though, is a vertically integrated cannabis company with a presence in multiple states. So it's not like they sold out on all of them. They still got other states. So how can this be even bigger for High Times? Maybe it's the play on we buy California first, then we move into other states. But it's such a big move and if you guys remember we talked about this on the show on march 27th which happens to be my birthday we found out that high times bought humboldt heritage inc which is the growing place out there in humboldt county they bought like four or five of these places where blue used to sell them weed as well back in the day but they are so now they're growing weed creating all kinds of products and now I mean, they bought dispensaries that, it's that, like it, dude it, it's, it's only right it, no it, it makes sense crazy for how how long is that how long have they been around? High times, the like brand, forty years, right? And something? they've never touched the plant. They've never had any business Good that for actually them. dealt with the plant. And now they've gone all in. And why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they have a high time oh, score? Yeah. Why not, Joe? Why not you, use that branding, absolutely. Joe, one of the things I think we should kind of do is it was Harvest and Health. Is that what, what Harvest Health? Is that what it was called the company? Uh, the Harvest and Recreations. I think is the I name think of the company. I think we should reach out to them and, and find out, you know, who the acquisition is, bring them onto the show. I mean, that's a fantastic story to, to put out. Our, we're actually going to talk to uh, Stormy Daniels, who's the CEO of High Times, in a couple of shows. So we'll talk to her and ask her how that all came about. But we could also reach out to them. But I mean, Blue, in your experience selling as your second generation, your pops have been selling weed forever, growing it. I mean, have you ever seen anything this big? of a company doing something like this and starting off with, okay, we're going to start doing this first. And now the, the next big power play, you know, for me, I, I kind of thought it was, it, again, I thought it was something different because high times was going public in my eyes. And so for them to be going public and then again, touching the plant, it's like a no, no, you know? So I, I wasn't sure where it was going or how it was going or, or if it's a management company that's managing them. So I had a lot of thought process on it and I'm still kind of waiting to see the, Oh, wow moment because I don't understand it quite yet, but I do think it's a fantastic move for them because they do have a huge block in the industry. They own so much of the of the of the listeners and the fans out there. I mean, nationally, they're probably one of the biggest brands, like you've said, for a, a numerous years, and definitely the oldest brand in the market, Joe. And Craig, I, I want to ask you this, and I'm not being facetious by saying this because we've had our MedMen arguments, but do you feel like High Times is Chewing more than they could handle, almost like what Medman did. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think with their brand, they open up a high times dispensary, a high times retail store. I don't think they're going to have a problem if they keep the quality uh, of, of the product that's coming in. And I think I think they're going to do fine. I, also, I don't think there's going to be mismanagement like there's been accused at Medman, where they. they when they first, when they private jets and all yeah. this random stuff, yeah, yeah, that's well, not like I said. Happen. We're going to talk to uh, Mark's friend, the CEO of High Times, uh, Stormy Daniels. We'll be talking to her. Mark, Stormy have you got Simon. any Stormy, Stormy Simon. Simon, Stormy Who's Daniels? Stormy Daniels? I, think, I think she's a porn star who was with. Oh my uh, God, you're right. Are Trump. you kidding me? Uh, where's your, yeah, Joe. Where's your mind, Joe? Joe. Where's Joe. Your Are mind? you kidding me, Joe? That's great, Joe. 
That's great. I'm I don't on the chat. Why don't ridiculous. you know what you're talking about, Joe? Are you watching you porn right now? <laughs> exactly. Jesus. We right, have Jesus. Mark and Larry, the Pop Brothers. At, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Stormy Daniels. I don't know why every time I hear Story, I think of her. But, Mark, you've had a relationship with her. I can't wait if you could find out some uh, inside information. <laughs> Which one? What's going on over there? That was what really one did good. he have a relationship that was with? really good Yeah. Movie. Exactly. <laughs> that is a good Simon. question, Blue. I don't know which one it is, but you know, it makes me think about Blue. What you pointed out before as them being a public traded company. Remember when they were taking money from the public, and tons of people were dropping, you know, thousands, millions, and buying this. And they, I even seen celebrities buying into high times at the time. Of course. So maybe what they were doing was I bought in. This is a big power play, right? So I we're going to take bucks. it. Okay, my point is, you know, you got you got five hundred. Your brother probably spent up another five grand since he stopped drinking. He had a couple extra bucks he could spend. So you know, you, they take in all this money from everybody, and now they go out and buy harvests. Now they're going out and buying dispensaries because okay, but they right, have but the but Joe, now. Joe, you, what you didn't mention, and I don't know if this you just didn't read your story well enough, but that most Very of possible. The, the, m- most of the purchase is with stock. Oh, yeah. They've well, done that with several so, other companies. They've done that with right. a couple other companies. And I, I hope for the sake of those other companies and High Times, I wish them well, that they do well enough to where that stock is really worth something. Well, so, I think I think at the open of that stock, it will be. However, will it maintain its float and its value in the stock market? That's what you're, you're essentially calling for. I mean, if it, you know, you might have this huge, you know, inflection in the beginning no, and then right. it just sells out. And it doesn't withhold it, but and that will be based on their revenues. So if they have good revenues, you know they're definitely going to sustain it, um, and that's what it comes down to. And I think that's why they've picked up these companies because they Correct. do have revenues, and I think it will give them some kind of support. So that's Absolutely. what we're hoping for. Absolutely. And they have the platform to just blow it up. Like Absolutely. Everything sure. High Times has done. I think it's a win-win all the way around. <clears throat> I'm Joe Grande. That's your Go Green moment. Here's Mark Wasserman, aka Little Brother of the World Famous Influential Pop Brothers at Law, who has the best slam poem that you could imagine if you missed it please go back and uh written, listen to it written again. by big brother <laughs> and leave exactly. a comment if you like it there it is leave a comment. if, if you weren't here, if you were here earlier is written go by ahead. little brother go ahead little brother if you weren't here earlier am i being detained or am i free to go this is what oh, you're no, I'm just kidding i'm here just we kidding go. another <laughs> right, laugh so- as we uh, before we get into when <laughs> cannabis goes bad, uh, as Joe mentioned, we do have some great guests coming up on the show in the next few episodes. We have Stormy Simon, who yes. was the CEO of Overstock.com and then moved over to be the CEO of High Times. And then we have Bonnie Johnson, who has a very interesting article in the spring edition of CRX magazine dealing yes. with cannabis and anxiety. So a lot of great guests coming up on uh, future shows. And now it is time for when cannabis goes bad. And of course, we'll try to pull a moral out of the story. And uh, you can help me note when it goes bad. Now this easy guys out of Vero Beach, Florida, the headline reads woman's pelvic area smells like cannabis. Better than bleach. I I was waiting for your your Snide remark. Now, that appears to be the situation for the passenger in a car named Jeanet Nelsois, 18 years old. On May 1 at about 1.45 a.m., a deputy saw a sports utility vehicle speeding. Ding, ding. You know it's going to start there. The traffic stop was initiated, and this cop had a drug-sniffing dog with him. The officer approached the vehicle and said, What's that smell? (laughs) The driver said, why did you pull me over? Wow. Seeming maybe he follows the pop brothers at law. The officer says, 
you were speeding and it reeks in here of cannabis. Tell me where it is. As the driver was about to say no, and big brother, what, what do we say about lying to the police? You never lie to the police ever, ever, ever. That's why you say I'm not discussing my day. Never and lie. well, apparently uh, they don't follow us because the driver was starting to say no. And as that was happening, the dog alerted to the presence of narcotics within the vehicle. There's weed in there. <laughs> ding, ding. That's when you know it's about to get real bad. The officer asked the passenger, Nelswa, to open the door. She complied and the dog alerted to narcotics coming from her pelvic area. Why? Wow. I mean, it's horrible. Hey, touch you there, it, young it's, lady? it's horrible that they still use the word narcotic for weed. Right? The officer, yeah, and this, right. this is really all coming. Is crazy. Good point. That sounds so bad. The officer uh, ha- said there was a strong odor of cannabis emitting from her pelvic area. Now, this is straight from the police report, and the officer, officer further states. Oh, here we go. The human pelvis does not emit a strong odor of cannabis, so I knew something was wrong. I, I guess he had to clarify that. The well, maybe invest- she was eating edibles. Did Remember, dog, we had the article where Bluey said edibles did, did not did the dog Maybe go she had gas. Did the dog go up clarification. and on her? Did the dog sniff yeah. out that area? Yes. The dog went in and started sniffing her pelvic area, wow. no, <laughs> noting that's where it was. So then the, uh, the investigators arrested Nelswah after they found cannabis residue on the passenger seat and floorboard. So that's why she was arrested. Now, the big question, was there cannabis inside the pelvic area? And I can't help but say pot and pussy but i I mean if so whoa did the the cops get a warrant to go into the pelvic area i thought you're gonna say something over some cannabis (laughs) you 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 care to make a a wager on that oh no you know what save your money i'll stop you right there she gave it up because because she didn't shut the fuck up and as nelswa told the investigators she had cannabis and i quote it's stuffed inside my vaginal area. <laughs> stuffed, guys. Stuffed in there. She said she Hold on stuffed it in there. I just seen this pull out. <laughs> I seen this other uh, thing from the cop. He said something seemed fishy about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and this isn't Stunky. the first time we've heard we've heard of women women hiding uh, cannabis in the holiest of holies. But man, just to stuff it up in there. How much was str- it, Mark? What? What? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, how much did you have in there? Right? Yeah, exactly. We're all it was. It was only it was only a half ounce of hardcore OV. I guess that's what oh, I guess that's what go. you would call it. I'm sorry, guys. I had to. I'm yeah, Mark Wasserman. Great. Little brother of the Pop Brothers at Law, and that's when cannabis goes bad. Blue, what it do? Oh, man. Oh, what it do, Blue? That was great. Well, if you know a funny story like that, make sure you leave a comment. I love you for this. That's so funny. Oh, well, there it is, guys. It's another wonderful day with Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this if no one else loves you, we do, guys. We'll see you next time. Leave a comment if you love us. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Psst. 
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.